go to Stasping to start it again. So I said the hello the exact same way twice in a row. Say it again. Hello. That's really impressive. Thank you. Sounds like you know, I don't you, know why. Rub, you know when you rub your finger on the top of a glass. That's what that sounded like, yeah. So uh, I'm just going to talk directly to Tash this week, who watches us on the YouTubes, and say, look, I've got rid of the thing that blocks the view now. More visually appealing. <laughs> what about ev- all the other hundreds of thousands of YouTubers? Right, well, she's the one solo YouTube person that I know watches it and has actively told me she watches it. So. so so we make this YouTube just for Tash? Well, unless somebody else tells me they're watching us on YouTube or comments underneath the video on YouTube and tells us they're watching it, then it's just for Tash. Tash, you are <laughs> welcome. You are getting an incredible service. <laughs> You also get access to the private one as well because you're a client, so you are. Double just... whammy. We don't record that one, though. She mean? says she prefers a visual. Maybe we should start giving her a visual oh, private right. one. When you said we don't record it, I was like, we do. We literally just Oh, sorry, no video. We don't video it. No. I see. Right. Today. How to burn the maximum amount of calories every single day. You've dove straight in. Straight in. Straight in. Straight in. Straight in. You've dove straight in this week. Sorry. Usually we have a... Oh, should we have a chat? No, let's just do it. No, I want to chat now. What about? I don't know. Let's pick a topic. Oh, bananas. Bananas. There's someone left. Uh, Eaton, Eaton? Uh, yeah, no. banana peel. That was horrendous. Maybe that's why it's in my head. It probably is. Yeah, that was we horrendous. went to Aldi before and Phil went to pick up the oats and just on top of the oats there was just banana peel just on top of it. Just it an empty banana peel. It's literally, and I had, the worst thing was I had to move the banana peel to get to the oats because of the way they were packaged. People are gross. The confusing thing is the oats were before the bananas so it's not even like they stole a banana. They brought a banana into Aldi with them. Eating it like two Did paces I just say into the shop. <laughs> I think I said banana. Tell the joke. Well, I can't now. Nah, I'll tell it next week. No, tell it now. No, because I've tell just it t- now. No, I'm telling it next week, Jen. No. Right, this is I'll right. mess Jen, it up now. Jen doesn't understand <laughs> jokes. You all know the punchline to the joke that I'm about to tell. You don't. Are you joking? We're talking about bananas and the punchline is banana? <laughs> right, I will tell you all the joke next week. Aw, you tell the other version then. No. Right, I will tell you. I, I, honestly, next week, I will, I will tell you all the joke. You forget and then I'll no, be sad. No, I won't. I, I'm not bothered. No. <laughs> we are, I will tell you the joke next week when you've all forgotten that there was a joke. Anyway, this week. Right. Um, how to burn the maximum amount of calories every single day. Set them on topic. fire. Set them on fire. Yeah. But you know what? I want to burn a pizza, and that was my most commonly received DM that day. Look how many calories you burn. It did make me laugh. That was when I, I accident. I put a pizza in the oven, but turned the grill on by accident. Within oh, I remember that. It, it was, was like that. literally black, wasn't it? But it was about. Wasn't that long ago? Long far too ago. I was like, That's, that pizza smells really done after like five minutes. Like, <laughs> like really done though. Like, That's mad. This oven's really good. It wasn't, but the grill was very hot. How weird is it about hot. like grills? Well, that's a great start to the conversation. I'm glad we're having this. Go on, carry on. No, I'll not carry on. Fantastic. So, how to burn the maximum amount of calories every single day. Before we dive into how to do it, it's re- genuinely, if you take anything from this episode, it's this first bit. Because it's really important to remember that if you actually want to burn the maximum amount of calories, you can't only do something because it burns calories. And I know that sounds a little bit weird to say, but if the only reason you're doing something is because it burns calories, you're not going to do it for very long. The perfect example is the gym. People go to the gym to lose body fat 
by burning as many calories as possible. And Jen's going to explain in a minute why that doesn't work from a physical standpoint, but from a mental standpoint, after like a couple of weeks, you just not want to, you won't want to go back because you're going to be like, well, I've been going for two weeks. I've been burning loads of calories and I look the same and it's dead hard. What's the point? You don't get an immediate win. There's no like changes straight away. If you carried on doing that for like months and months and months, which nobody can because you don't get an immediate win, maybe like really small percentage chance you might start seeing a change, but it's such a small percentage that it's impossible to continue. Like, it really is. However, despite the fact that we shouldn't only do things to burn calories, and this is also really important, we can't escape science. Like we can't pretend science doesn't exist. We can't pretend that the fact that we need to be burning more calories than we consume, we can't pretend that's not true. It is like, and me and Jen, we talk a lot about this idea that like, there's more to it than eating less and moving more. And that is true because there's so many different things that contribute to that. However, at the end of the day, if you don't eat less and move more, you ain't gonna lose weight. Like you're not, like it, it's not going to happen. The problem is, and this is for another episode, and we've probably done 100 episodes on it already, if you're only focusing on eating less and moving more, that's when you're not going to lose weight because you're focusing on the wrong things. Yeah. So it's really important to remember that, yes, you know, we can't escape the science, but if you're only doing certain things because they burn calories, that's probably the thing that's stopping you getting results yeah. because you're not getting an immediate result. It's really easy to quit because you're like, well, I don't want to carry on doing this because it's dead hard and I'm not seeing any changes, which is why... Most people go to the gym for less than a month. On average, most people train for less than a month before quitting. Um, and that's why, because we're only going to burn calories. However, Jen's going to run through how we burn calories, and then we're going to run through how we can increase that so we can burn the maximum amount of calories every single day. Yeah, and this was something that I didn't know until I met Phil. Um, this was then the first time I ever heard of... I thought you could say this is the first thing Phil told me. I just realised that this is being videoed and I'm sat here with my hand in my slipper. Well, it is a hand slipper to be fair, <laughs> that makes sense. Have you even got another slipper on? You no, know, it fell off my foot, so I'll put my other hand in my slipper so it looks at least a little bit even. I'll have to be careful. People think we're doing sponsored ads for hand slippers here. <laughs> we have to put a disclaimer on the podcast now and upload it. Hey, this is quite nice. It feels quite relaxing, weirdly. Yeah, they should invent something for your hands that are like slippers. And they should call them gloves. <laughs> I don't know why gloves. The name just came. Do to you know me. what they should invent? Gloves that that factor in for people who've got long nails because my nails are so long that they've just perforated the top of my gloves. You mean like bigger gloves, so like get large instead of medium? No, honestly, as a female with giant hands, the the the, the glove industry does not provide for me because not only have I got giant hands, but I've now got nails on top of my giant hands, so. Even when I didn't have long nails, my fingers wouldn't fit in the gloves. Why don't you get fingerless gloves? Because they don't look cool fingers. Who invented fingerless gloves? The only people who I will allow to have fingerless gloves are photographers. Why? Because they need to press the little button. What about um, people who, when they're outdoors, have to tie up tiny little herb basket things? Who would sell? have to do that? People who sell tiny little herb baskets. Why are they getting tiny little herb baskets in the freezer? Because they're cold? on a market in the middle of Manchester in December and they're selling a little herb batch of thyme. And someone said, I'd just Pre-tie like it. What? Pre-tie it. No, because you choose how much you want when you're there. So you're like, oh, I'd like a... Phil just said his next business. I'd like 50p's <laughs> worth of um, basil, please. Are you thinking about this because we went to that place where you can get chia seeds at, like, at the big jar? 
Uh, no, I'm thinking about this just to dispel your... Yeah, you're doing me in, aren't you? That's, that, that's your aim in life. How can I just do Gen Z in right now? To be fair, if that is my aim in life, I am succeeding at the highest level. You really are. I'm doing a great <laughs> job. I'm absolutely smashing it. Why am I married you sometimes? Uh, why well, did I that's... sign up to a life of being irritated by you? I think the problem is, I don't think we could actually... We'd have to, you know, have a nap in between chatting about that because it would take oh, that, that sounds long. Oh, brilliant. To I love naps. actually divulge all the different reasons as to why you wanted to marry me. Right, you're doing it now. Uh, let's talk about total daily energy expenditure instead, because Phil. Can I just ask? Has anybody ever been sat speaking to their <laughs> partner about their wedding or their their life together or their marriage, and the other person said, instead of speaking about that, <laughs> let's talk about total daily energy expenditure? Has anybody has that ever happened to anyone? No. Yeah, but you're annoying, and I need to shut you down. Otherwise, it never ends. Because you literally just constantly try and annoy me. So I've got to move through my life in some way. That's quite a deep subject. <laughs> anyway. A therapy podcast. Podcast. What I'm going to do without a pie chart is talk about pie charts. Okay. Um, Irish in, pie charts? In an Irish accent, I'm going to talk about pie charts. Could you do it in an English one? I'm really sorry if anyone's Irish. Um... <laughs> <laughs> don't you mean you're really sorry if you've offended someone you're not just sorry oh, if they're yeah. Irish because that's probably offended them even more I love Irish people so much she, do. she um, does genuinely love Irish people I, t- I actually told several Irish people on calls with them that I think I was meant to be Irish mm. like I think I was born to be Irish and I just got which is interesting because in order to achieve that you'd have to be born in Ireland and you wasn't so you died. your argument is just makes no sense I've got Irish stuff. blood Irish Scottish worse than else alright no, Spanish. Right. The, my, my nana did her ancestry and it was Irish, Spanish. And there's a Spanish prince in our family. Is there? Couldn't tell you what he was called, but there is one. Maybe it was just prince. Maybe that was prince. it. Yeah. <laughs> prince. Just one name. She got mis- misconstrued. Misconstrued? Oh, who knows? Misconstrued? Was that a name? Is it prince, <laughs> prince Construed? Right, come on, we've got to see the, People come here for useful stuff. No, they don't. Do they not? They're on the wrong episode if they do. <laughs> Useful information is. I'm really enjoying my hand slippers. Um, pie chart. Imagine a pie chart. Yep. We're going to split it up okay. into percentages. Mm-hmm. Are you imagining it? Yeah. Close your eyes. They are. Visualize it. How do I shut them any more than the current? The, the <laughs> yeah. Pie chart. So mm-hmm. we're going to break it down. What like dance? Yeah. We're going to dance. Uh, the, right. Come on. Right. I've got a bit giddy. Mm. And when I get giddy, I'm not very good at teaching and telling and speaking sense. Um, BMR, basal metabolic rate, is the biggest proportion of the calories that we burn in a day. Um, and it is 70% of the calories that we burn in a day, actually, to put percentages on it. Um, and it is basically what our body will burn even if we lay down all day. So, yes. You do just burn calories even when you're doing nothing. Mm. Mental. That fact, when I first heard that, blew my actual tiny little mind. And Jen started doing nothing every day. And <laughs> <laughs> just lying down. Just lying down going, I'm burning calories, everybody. Uh, yeah, but... I'm so healthy. Our body requires, like, uh, burns calories to just, like, keep it functioning. So, mm. like, the internal functions, like, our organs working, all that stuff. Um, and the contributing factors to that are made up by age, weight, height, and gender. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Did I get them right? Yeah. Cool. Um, 
So that is that one. Then we've got physical activity, which makes up 5% of the calories that we burn in a day. And this is like the intentional stuff. So like um, the intentional exercise. So like if you go into the gym or you're going swimming or you're doing a bit of yoga, like the stuff that we go out of our way to do. Did I say a percentage on that one? No. Nope. 5%. That makes up 5% of the calories that we burn in a yeah, day. Yeah, sorry. I did. Cool. And then we've got the thermic effect of food very fancy um and that is 10% of the calories that we burn in a day so that is basically um the um calories it takes to like break down absorb and digest food um Phil's going to go into these more in a minute which is why I'm kind of whistling through them Mm -hmm. and then we've got NEAT you might have heard of NEAT before big fat it's the the acronym for non-exercise activity always forget to say this word thermogenesis nailed did i say it. it right nailed it boom um so this is everything all the movement that we do that is kind of unintentional but walks steps come into this but it also includes like things like fidgeting twitching um cooking like the stuff that you just kind of do without like the movement you do without even realizing you're doing it mm-hmm. um but also steps are included within that and that's 15 percent. and i cannot remember again if i said the Percentage. You hadn't this time around. Okay, cool. See, I told you I've got Gideon. Like, I just uh, my brain's pinging all over the place now because I'm getting. It's fine because my my turn. I think it might be the the two coffees as well. Yeah. I don't normally have two coffees in a day, so I feel like I'm like. Jen's gonna come down in about fifteen minutes. Just be asleep downstairs. Probably at about the similar time that we need to make dinner. No, it's my dinner day today. Oh yeah, ham and cheese toasted. Ham and cheese toast is uh, my speciality. That's Jen's ham and cheese toast. Ham and cheese toast. Right, so Jen's just been through the different ways in which we burn calories. Just to be really clear, there are no other ways. This is it. That's all you can do to burn calories. Is either your body doing what it does, Science. you exercising, um, your body breaking down, absorbing, transporting, and um, digesting food and non-exercise activity thermogenesis that's it there's no extra ways so when we're going through this i need you to know that there's like not any extra extra you can do what did you just recap all that so it made sense because i didn't make much sense when i said it yes <laughs> so that's it like that's all the ways so the, but the reason i'm telling you there's no other ways because quite often we look for this like fancy new way like i see i remember once i was reading through a thread on facebook and someone said something about weight loss and they said eat uh, pineapple for breakfast it's not going to change anything. They was like, yeah, it's a really good way of like burning calories. I'm like, no, it's not. Like putting butter in your coffee will not burn any extra calories. Uh, what else is there for breakfast that people have that's like a... Um, anyway, the, what I'm trying to get at is these are the only four ways. That's the only four ways to burn calories. However, we can impact those percentages. The first one we can't really change, BMR. Obviously, your age is changing and you kind of, of course, change your weight. But your height's pretty much going to stay the same anyway. So when you look at that age, you are, of course, getting older. But if you're on a weight loss journey, your weight is going to change. So as your weight goes down, it actually impacts your BMR in the way you probably don't want it to go because you actually burn less calories a day. So as you're losing weight, that is often why people plateau and it becomes more difficult. Physical activity. You can, in theory, just do more, but it's that small of a percentage, like it's 5% of your week that realistically, it's just going to go up to 6%. So you might go from burning like a couple of hundred a week to maybe like 250 or 300. Like It's such a small like number that it's not even worth it. Like going in for that extra workout, doing that extra run, like you'd literally eat half a biscuit. That extra run has been like 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like counterbalance straight away. Like it, it's not counted for anything. It's not, you've not benefited from it. The two that we can change and the two that will have an impact are your thermic effects of food and your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. It will be the ones that are the most difficult to say. Mm-hmm. So we'll call them TEF for thermic effect of food, T-E-F, and NEAT for non-exercise activity thermogenesis so that I can get through this episode without it taking four hours. So mm-hmm. TEF, thermic effect of food. You can change that one simply by increasing your protein intake. So the reason being is that protein, carbs, and fats burn a different amount of calories, each one that you consume. Fats burn the least amount. So when you consume fats, you burn about like 0.3% of those calories that you consume. consume. So it's not much. Like if you put 100 calories worth of fat into your body, it's going to be like 0.3 calories that you're going to burn through eating that fat. So it's it's hardly anything. Carbohydrates are slightly higher. When you have 100 calories worth of carbohydrates, you will burn around 3 to 5 grams digesting those carbohydrates, transferring around the body, absorbing them, etc., etc. This is the bit that shocks everybody. When you consume protein, it's around 30%. So if you have 100 calories of protein, 30 of those calories straight away don't actually count in theory because your body is going to have to digest that protein, it's going to have to absorb it, it's then going to have to transfer it somewhere and then it's going to have to store it. So it's going to take so many calories, which is why one of the reasons why people start to increase the protein intake, they start to lose weight because they're just burning more calories every day. And you might think, yeah, but an extra 30 calories isn't much, but you're probably going to have more than 100 calories worth of protein because that's not even usually one serving. One serving of protein, I mean, it's not much more, it's about 120 calories worth. So if you're having that three times a day, three, four, five times a day, and every single time that's an extra like 40 odd calories, that's going to be a couple of hundred calories a day. That's going to add up over a week, over a month, over six months. Like that's quite a lot of calories, mm-hmm. isn't it? That's not. A, we're not talking one or two calories here. So, for those of you who listen to the podcast, you'll realise that that was a very weird, um, abrupt end, and then start again. The laptop went off. So, sorry about that. If you're watching on YouTube, I've absolutely no idea what that's going to look like because Jen's interested in that, so I'm sure we'll find out. Anyway, we were chatting about protein, weren't we? And um, basically, you burn more calories if you eat more protein, um, which is good to know. However, again, it is. A good change to make because it's going to help you to feel fuller so therefore you're going to reduce your food intake anyway mm-hmm. so it's a good change to make and at the same time it is going to burn more calories so therefore it'll kind of offset each other so like because you're fuller you might eat 10 percent less calories and because you're eating protein you're going to burn maybe 10 to 20 percent more so even just that small change might be the big difference mm-hmm. but if we really want to make a big difference and an obvious one and i'm talking like a difference that is noticeable pretty quickly increasing the amount that you move is going to be a game changer. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the one that's going to have the biggest impact. And it's something that we see across the board, monthly, weekly, daily, um, with many different people. When we are trying to lose weight, if we're, and I don't like the words enough and should and must do and stuff like that, but it is key here to remember the science. This is We're talking scientifically, so not just mm-hmm. psychologically or mentally. This is just scientifically. If we don't move enough... It's going to be so difficult, so difficult to lose weight. It's a little bit like trying to drive a car with a handbrake on. It might move, but it's going to feel impossible. Mm -hmm. It's going to feel so hard to do it. And it's simply because you limit what's actually achievable. So if you're doing, let's say, one to 2,000 steps a day, you might be burning, let's say, like 1,200, 1,300 calories a day in absolute total, which means that you need to eat less than that in order to actually lose weight which isn't much food. 
Like it really isn't a lot. And because you're not eating a lot, you've now not got a lot of energy, which means that it's really difficult to do more than 2,000 mm -hmm. steps. Whereas if you're doing, and there is no magic number, like you don't have to do 10,000 steps a day. There are people doing 7, 8, 9, 11, 12, whatever. There are loads of different numbers that are losing weight. So 10,000 is not a magic number. And we'll go into that on in another episode. We've spoke about it loads anyway. Um, but if you are increasing that number, all you're simply doing is increasing the amount of food that you can have and still lose weight, which is a fantastic thing, I think, personally. You can go from burning tens, maybe 100, 200 calories a day um, from movement to like five, six, seven hundred calories a day. Over a week, we're talking thousands. So like it's not an extra 50 or an extra 100 or an extra 10 here and there. We're talking hundreds a day, thousands a week. People literally five, six, ten times the amount of calories they're burning just by moving more, not, make, not making any other changes, not doing anything different. They're just getting to the end of every day, every week, every month. And the amount of movement they was doing compared to the amount of movement that they are now doing is massively different. And of course, and we've done loads of episodes on this, there are loads of contributing factors. There are reasons why they're moving more. Maybe they're getting up earlier. Maybe they've got a better routine. Maybe they're actually locking those walks in into the diary. Maybe they're parking further away. Maybe they're walking to work. Maybe they're getting off the bus early. Like there's loads of ways in which they're helping that to happen. But if we're just speaking from a scientific perspective, if you're going to make one change, it's that one. Because that's the one that's going to have the biggest impact on your weight loss journey. And as we can touch on, and this is so important as well, it's going to allow you to then be less restrictive with your food. Mm. Because I hate it when I see it on social media all the time. Like, eat what you want as long as it's within your calories. Oh, by the way, your calorie tag's 800. Well, I can't eat what I want then, can I? Because the mm. pizza I have is 900. So I can't even have that pizza. So it's really important that we are looking at moving more in order to facilitate the goal or the result that we want to have. And it's not now about I'm only walking to lose weight or to burn calories. It's about thinking how can I walk, enjoy it, want to do it. Oh, and by the way, a great byproduct is I'm burning more calories and losing weight. Yeah. And I think as well with the, the lives that we leave now, we were talking about this the other day, weren't we? How like easy it is to get to everything. Mm -hmm. Like we, we don't second guess like ordering things online and driving to the place because everything's just dead easy now like to not have to even move our butts off the couch so or all, even get out of bed yeah all we need to do is just oh like just as humans we probably just need to put a bit more conscious effort into that because the more technology is advancing the easier it's becoming to not have to do anything. You can pretty much get whatever you want from bed as long as you've got some kind of internet connection and a mm. device in there. You could wake up in the morning to your alarm going off on your phone. You could open your phone and you could order for your breakfast to be delivered. And I bet if you put a little note on there, because they ask for additional notes, if you well, said... deliver it to your bedroom. The door's open. <laughs> the door's open. I give you permission crazy. to let yourself in and bring it upstairs. You wouldn't even need to get out of bed. You could do that for every meal, three meals a day. Um, oh, and if there's a delivery clause on that one. <laughs> yeah, like an extra, an extra charge, an extra 50p on that. I don't know. Uh, hey, we'll try it. We'll find out. No, I'd rather not. Okay, then we won't. I don't want to be inviting the delivery person into the house. <laughs> no, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not the um, the safest of uh, just randomly inviting <laughs> random strangers. I've watched too many murder, murder documentaries for that. Yeah, oh, we watched it. Uh, oh, it wasn't a murder documentary. Well, I guess it was kind of a good yeah, one. Yeah, it was. It was a good one, wasn't it? What was, was it called? It? Deadline. Uh, Deadline, yeah. Very good. Yeah, very it's slow, good. but good. Yeah, not my usual. 
I anyway, the interest in the middle, but the ending saved it. Sorry, how to burn the maximum amount of calories before yeah. we go on to Netflix. So that that in a nutshell, that is it. And I hate the fact that we've kind of got to an end of episode and we're like, you need to move more. We just wanted to give you the science. Yeah. We we know that you already knew you needed to move more. We knew we, we know you knew that. Like we're not sat here thinking we're teaching you something new here. Mm-hmm. We know that you knew that. You're not gonna get to the end of this episode. Like, oh my god. I never thought I needed to move more. We know that you're aware of the fact that you need to move your body more. We just wanted to give you the science as to why it's so important because we know that information doesn't impact behaviour change. We know that information isn't going to be the big key thing that makes you go, oh my God, I'm going to completely change my life. But what we do also know that is if you understand the reason behind things, it can help you then to do the things that are going to change your behaviour. So we know that, like we were touching on, moving more might mean changing your routine around, changing your structure, doing things differently. We know that's what's going to really impact things. But until we understand why we need to make the change, we might not do those things. I'm tell you a story about a client that I've been trying to get to move more for a really long time. And she was like, Jen, I'm just simply not going to go out if it's raining. <laughs> she was like, I'm just not going to do it. I spoke to her about the science. Weight loss is a big part of her goals. And she was like, oh, she messaged me the other day saying, Jen, you'll never believe what happened. It's drizzling. And I went around the block. But she was like, the more important thing is I'm actually enjoying moving more. Mm -hmm. So for her, the science helped her get out, but now she is getting out more. She's seeing the mental benefits of being outside and is focusing on that. And that is helping her to move even more. And I think sometimes the science can be what we need to help us move more. So I think it's, it's every... It works for different things. Work for different people. Some people will need the science. Some people will need to know that like it's going to give them mental benefits of getting out there. But it's just having the approach that helps you to get out and move more. Because ultimately, we're going to feel good if we do. Hundred percent. Right. Jen. I'm really excited about my on the spot question. I'm not then. So everybody has probably seen if you follow Phil on Instagram how he posts his magnificent breakfast every single day. Mm-hmm. This week Phil had a big paddy because he ran out of a lot of Biscoff's bread. I did. Um, because he was like, it just won't be as good. So it wasn't. My question to you. Was it as good? No. <laughs> is your amazing breakfast? If yes. you had to sacrifice. Yeah. One element. Of that breakfast. Yeah. What would it be? The making of it. I'll get you to do it for no. me. What do you mean? No, you just An ingredient. This... Um, I can't say milk, can I? That's a necessity thing well, for this the porridge. Is, this is, I was going to say, would you rather get rid of this or this, but I'm going for I'm giving you free reign on it. Well, there's a few that you can't get rid of, like the porridge and the milk, like they go together. Uh, so they're going to have to be in there, aren't they? Yeah. Um, oh, what would I get rid of? I wouldn't get... Do you know what I'd probably get rid of? Like... Probably the chia seeds or the linseed. Because I know they're really beneficial for me. But they don't have any taste to them. Good point. But I think, although having said that... Linseed keeps your bells moving. Do you know what it would be, actually? It'd be the fruit. Frozen fruit. (gasps) Would it? Well, it's the most faffy thing out of it all. Oh, I know, but the nutrients. It's frozen. Yeah, I know, but I feel like I could just put that some other part of my day. You can't just disallow me to ever have frozen fruit. Like, (laughs) you can't say you never allowed that nutrient. Like, that's just unfair. So, like, I would... Oh, it's a on-the-spot question. You can do what you want. Um, yeah, I think that because it's the faffiest part Have of it Have we talked about how many calories on this podcast your breakfast is? Right. Can we just make something clear here before we talk about oh, Phil, this? Phil needs a lot of food. Well, no. The point I'm trying to make is people always ask me how many calories are in that breakfast. And I'm like, 
Well, it depends on how big of a serving you have. Like, oh yeah, you could reduce it. Oh, I'm saying your specific breakfast with your specific serving size. Oh, 864. <gasps> Whoa. But yeah, and you could reduce all thing, that. Right? I pretty much have no, it, and mine's things. like 400, 500. One, you could reduce it. Oh, you could literally have half of everything I have, and there's 432 calories. The second big thing is. I literally crave zero foods until about 12 o'clock. So, like, I eat, and bear in mind, I have that at 6 a.m. Yeah, but you need loads of food anyway because you run, like, a thousand miles a day. No, but what I'm trying to get at is people say, oh, it's loads of calories for breakfast, that. Can't, I can't have that much for breakfast. I'm like, well, you could, because what most people do, they have 100 calories for breakfast, then they have 200 calories at 7 a.m., 300 calories mm. at 8 a.m., 500 calories at 9 a.m., 600 calories at 10 a.m., and before you know it, it's dinner time, you've had 2,000 calories it already. It's dinner time, I'm hungry. I know. So... The point I'm making is, the reason I have it is because it keeps me fuller for longer in the morning. We do a big block of work in the morning. I can't, like, disappear at, like, 9am and go make a load of food. So, like, I want to be full until dinner. So, that's the that's one of the purposes of it. So, when people say, oh, my God, it's loads of calories, I'm like, it's not actually that high. Because if I had a 300-calorie breakfast, I'd also have a 600-calorie Elevenses. Elevenses. Or brunch. So, I'd still have the same amount anyway. So, yeah. that's why I do it. And also, it tastes unreal. Like, absolutely unreal. It honestly is... I think Reggie wants his dinner. Unbelievable. Well, Reggie can wait a minute. He's not eating today. He's not had his 800 calorie breakfast. He doesn't have breakfast, that's why. He has dinner and tea. Yeah. Anyway, hope you've learnt something, enjoyed the episode. If anyone's got anything they want us to cover next week, drop us a question. Yeah! Other than that, have yourself an absolutely splendid one. We're going to have some dinner. If you've not seen Phil's breakfast, make sure you go and follow him at Phil, Body, Brain, Belief. It's on every morning. So every morning. It. It's it, on now. It does look spectacular. spectacular. I have a much more condensed version of it. And mine's mm. not as pretty because I can't be bothered. And I can. Have a good <laughs> one. See you all next week. Bye. Bye.